The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm Susan Esparza here with Virginia Nussie and Marianne Robbins. Good afternoon, everybody. Hi. Bruce is in SEO toolset training here in Simi Valley, so we'll be taking over hosting duties this time. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it from semsynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Our guest today is Bas Vendebeld, editor of Europe's most popular search engine marketing blog, Search Cowboys, and the host of the podcast of the same name here on Webmaster Radio. Virginia's going to talk to Bass about the search market in Europe right now. It was just last week that we remembered the 20th anniversary of the fall of the Berlin Wall, and that was an event that really affected global commerce and in turn search marketing, so it should be a really interesting conversation. Right now, we wanted to look at some of the recent headlines. So, some, lots of stuff going on, as always. How about all this stuff about Google Caffeine coming up? Uh, after the holidays. Yeah, well, um, Matt Cutts uh, posted on his blog that there was, there was going to be, uh, Google Caffeine will be rolling out after the holidays, but we'll be launching on one data center. So trying to calm the fears of, of anybody involved in e-commerce <laughs> over the holiday season of whether or not their, their search is going to be affected by some new, new um, uh, rollout as the memories of the Florida update right. are still fresh in some people's minds. Um, so it, it will be rolling out after the new year, um, only on one data center now. Uh, so, And that will be interesting to see what, what that will be, although it is really just a uh, as Matt described it, uh, sort of an under-the-hood uh, kind of update to the Google search engine. It's not going to affect that many things, although it will be in affecting indexing. And there's some talk of it affecting some other new factors that may be put into the, uh, the algorithm. People are talking about the speed of load times of, of web uh, pages. And maybe that will be factored in as Google's trying to get faster and they want websites to be faster. But, you know, there's a lot of pros and cons against that. So we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, at PubCon last week, that was something that Bruce was really, not Bruce, I'm sorry. That was something that Matt was really making a point of. Uh, talking about was was load times and how quickly you know spiders were able to get through your page and that's something we've kind of been talking about mm -hmm. for a lot of years you know we've always yeah. considered server speed and stuff like that in our assessments yeah and and it, i think i think it is good because and people you know want sites to load fast whether you know whether or not it's going to be google has launched some sort of speed uh, speed test on their website so that people can check and see but you know in in a way i can see it as you know we want good content and google want wants to provide the best content out there when they uh, someone search for something they want to be satisfied when they 
land on a page, maybe one person could think that a site loading faster would be a, a satisfying result, and they don't want to sit there and wait. Yet, you know, when you take two websites and compare them, even if one has, like, all-text content and another site, say, has a lot of uh, images, um, that maybe the maybe it's a blog site that doesn't, you know, the webmaster isn't really uh, that web-savvy and it's just lo- uploaded large images. It takes a long time to load. Does it mean that the all-text site versus the image site is going to have better, uh, you know, a better result or, or, you know, provide better information. So I, I don't know. I think there could be pros and cons to both of those situations. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Before they moved the caffeine to the just one data center, they had a sandbox. Did you play with that at all? Yeah, you, you know, I didn't see a lot of differences in it where, where you're seeing, you know, comparing the results to, um, you know, you'd see a little bit of, of a flux from a few positions here and there, but, you know, I didn't see anything major that I was going to be concerned that, you know, this was going to be a whole new uh major different results are going to be delivered that we're going to have to optimize differently for. So I wasn't too concerned, and I actually think that anything Google can do to improve the way they're indexing sites um, is, be- is is going to be a good thing for websites that are optimized and are, are following uh, good SEO practices. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, the search engine's attention to speed seems to be right in line with their goal for everything, which is making users happy. And um, some interesting news coming out of Europe uh, last week is that the European Union has passed some new rules that will kind of reform the telecom business and give a lot of more protections to internet users, even making internet um, access a right, which is kind of an interesting concept. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, I kind of understand it on one hand, and on the other hand, I, I don't really, because internet service to me seems like it's telephone service, and you don't have a right to telephone service, but I guess you do have the ability to call 911, you know, emergency mm-hmm. services at any point. So... But the internet isn't really an emergency services kind of thing. A lot of information now is put online, you know, through a, a lot of information is only, you know, when you look about information about that needs to be transmitted very quickly, like maybe with talking about the pandemic flu, things like that. So you could see it as being a public um, access issue. And the public access television, you can get that information through through the internet as well now. So it's kind of interesting. I think there's also with the the rules they were imposing was also dealing with cookies and privacy issues which could have some uh, ramifications for uh, search. And, and, and that's, you know, a lot of these n- regulations are going to be dealing with how do you deal with privacy, and especially with search. We want to have this, you know, want to have more information about to customize search, to make it, uh, um, to know more about the person that's searching. But, of course, the, you know, uh, a lot of these regulations are dealing with privacy concerns. So Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and e-commerce, I'm sure, is, <laughs> is also majorly affected. You know, we've got... Um, our office in Italy, and they're up, they're going to have to be dealing with this. We should actually uh, grab them and, and talk to them after this has been working a little bit while while and see what's happened and, and what's shaking out. They would be, I think, a really good resource in that area. Definitely. I guess the other option is to pull a News Corp and just block Google altogether. 
<laughs> right? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, who needs Google? I don't want those, you know, hundreds of thousands of visitors coming to my site every day. If uh, So I, I just block them. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't let this, this get through without us at least mentioning that because really blocking Google. We'll see what they can do with that. Good luck to them. Um, but... We're going to look more at the European issue when I talk to Bass Vandenveld of Search Cowboys after the break. Stick around. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Bass Vandenbelt, host of another great program here on Webmaster Radio, Search Cowboys, a marketing podcast with an international point of view. Bass is also a search marketing consultant and the editor of SearchCowboys.com, Europe's most popular online marketing blog. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy again, Bass. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. So, before... Before the break, we took a look at some of the recent search headlines, and one of the big stories is about these new rules being passed regarding telecommunication regulations uh, within the European Union. And that's a really uh, significant development, um, so not something that we have over here uh, in the States, but an interesting model to look at. And anyway, it made me think of all these international marketing issues, and um, and I've figured I'd like to talk to them with you since you're my go-to guy on all things 
multinational in search. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. So the, you wrote this column, um, a very interesting piece over at Search Engine Land called SEM Lessons from the Fall of the Berlin Wall. And in your analysis of the event, you were able to make these connections between how the fall of the Berlin Wall affected the global marketplace. And really, it was like a catalyst of change for of all sorts of things throughout Europe. Um, and you break it all down um, with how the changes affect how we approach Internet marketing today. Um, do you mind kind of going over some of that? Like, what were the effects of um, the rise of the European Union on marketing? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, well, one thing you should know is um, I'm originally a historian, so that's that's why I look at history. I studied history, so um, that's oh, the way... I, uh, that, that's why I looked at it with this angle, uh, and I must say that probably if uh, if I ask uh, scientists to look at my piece, they will probably rip it apart uh, because it's not it's not scientifically proven. Uh, but if you if you look at how Europe is built up through well through the centuries actually, it's very uh, di it's very diverse continent with all all the different kind of countries which not not only have different languages, but also have really different ways of looking at things. If you, for example, look at Germany compared to Austria, which are neighbors, that's two completely different countries. If you take search in that, and you want to optimize a website for Austrians, and you think, well, they speak the same language, language namely German, uh, I'll be good just to change the, uh, the the website from .de to uh, what is it uh, AU I think uh, AS and uh, you, you'll be in big trouble because Austrians will know that it's a German site and won't be uh, buying from your site if you're selling stuff so that's that's something you really have to keep in mind when optimizing in in Europe and what I did is that I looked at for this, uh, this column, I looked at uh, the Berlin, Berlin Wall, which fell 20 years ago exactly. So there are a lot of festivities going on in Europe, in, uh, in Berlin right now uh, around that. So I thought it would be a nice idea to see what, what kind of things made changes to the way we work and the way, the way we do business. And I found out there were a couple of things which actually are directly related to the fall of the wall. For example, the European Union, which was pretty small before the uh, uh, the wall was uh, torn down, it was uh, um, I think uh, only ten countries big, with only the, the Western European countries in it. And after that, it grew extensively, uh, which also means that the market, of course, has has grown extensively. And uh, for example, the euro is also uh, well, it's it's been speeded up because the French president at the time, Mitterrand, he, um, he wanted to keep, he was afraid of the Germans. He was afraid that uh, the German mark, which is uh, the, the coin back then for Germany, uh, would be very strong. And that's why he, he, he pushed through the euro. And without the euro, uh, we would have, have had a completely different uh, uh, business, uh, business world uh, around. So it was, it was really interesting to, to just take the uh, things which which are going on after which were going on after the fall of the wall and and, and put it in perspective to uh, to this to this area era I must say certainly the fact that there's a common currency that's uh, observed as well as a uh, the regulations 
through the European Union that uh, extend throughout Europe is yep. two things that shape the market to what they are today. Certainly. Absolutely, yeah, especially if you look at search and, and, and what you said is that, especially recently, the European Union has been handing out some pretty interesting rules which, which really will affect the way we look at, we look at search. Uh, there, there was one rule just recently uh, which was um, about the um, uh, what's telecom business, which affected the way... Uh, actually, which is going to affect the way we have to use search because um, if, if you look at the rules really good, then it actually says you have to uh, say to every person on your website that you're dropping a cookie and they have to accept that. So that will, that will have big consequences if those rules are coming true. And without the European Union, we wouldn't have those rules. Oh, well, you mentioned this these new uh, regulations on telecom reform. What has been the reaction um, where you are or in Europe generally from what you've witnessed? Well, actually, I don't think many people really uh, are aware of what it means because mm -hmm. what, I, what you said, it's about telecom. So what they're trying to do, uh, if, if, in Europe, if in Europe, and for example, I have to go to London next uh, this week, and when I'm in London uh, and I make a phone call, I'm paying twice or three times the money I'm paying when I'm just making a phone call within my own country. And because we have so many different countries in Europe, uh, you're bound to pay a lot of money uh, if, if you work internationally. So they're trying to fix that. Uh, but when they are trying to fix that, they're forgetting that that will also have an effect on other, th other things. So this rule was especially made for telecom and not for search, but it's going to affect search. And um, because it's made for telecom, not many people are, I think, aware of the fact what this would mean uh, for, uh, for search. So there's not, not really very much response yet in, uh, in Europe on, on, on the matter. I think oh. if it really comes true, then uh, uh, there, will, uh, there will be more uh, talk about it. But, well, the people who did see it, they figure out that they probably won't be able to get through through like this because, uh, you, well, as you know, you can't you can't work. But uh, having to ask everybody every time you say a cookie that uh, they will accept it, that won't work. Mm -hmm. So they're probably going to change that anyway. I wonder if um, one of the points that I read in the article over at Search Cowboys that um, talked about this new development is that high-speed internet connections for all citizens is part of the proposal. Um, I mean, that at least would kind of seem to suggest that um, internet use would go up as a result. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah but it's, um, it, it, it's also because the is uh, you, have, you have two ways of getting internet. One is through the cable companies and the other is through the telecom companies. And the telecom companies, they, they deliver ADSL, for, for example. So um, what they're trying to do is uh, get those regulations uh, in order so that um, you won't make changes between different providers. And it will certainly help uh, the way we are using mobile internet because if the speed gets up, uh, on, on the mobile device, then more, more people will be using uh, the mobile web, uh, which is already big in Europe, by the way. So it's mainly aimed for the bigger, uh, for, for the mobile web. Oh, okay. 
well, it's exploding. I guess that will probably just push it faster. Check out searchcowboys.com to read all the latest search and marketing happenings in Europe, or you can tune into Webmaster Radio FM. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Bass. Thank you. All right, after the break, we'll be back with takeaways from last week's PubCon Las Vegas. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Affiliatecontracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia here with Susan and Marianne. And if you're on Twitter or read any of the search marketing blogs, you know that last week was PubCon. Lots of incredible information always comes out of search marketing conferences. And one of the topics that caught my attention, um, I found it to be really relevant for the podcast anyway, was SEO for multimedia and rich media. And it's a session that looked at all the rich media content that um, you can find on the web today and how to uh, optimize it for search engines. Yeah, I, I think this is really interesting, particularly in light of what we were talking about a little earlier, 
with the speed issues and, and what Marianne brought up about, um, you know, how do you weigh a speed issue versus a rich experience? And it seems to me like you've got to kind of cascade that. All right, there's a video on each of these pages, which one loads faster, which one's going to be the better user experience. But I don't think that an all-text page versus a page with a lot of rich media on it is going to offer, you know, a better user experience in a lot of cases. Well, I think it's also how you deal with integrating it into the rich media into your site. And that, that way you can do it. And, and, and with some of the information from this, uh, from PubCon, you know, a lot of great information on, on using, you know, RSS feeds and things like that to deliver the information to people. So you can link to the video. You don't have to have it loading on your site and things like that with the, the load issue. But still, I think with the, going the video, although, you know, it's Great how uh, video uh, video is being incorporated more into search results. We're seeing more videos ranking videos from other sites other than YouTube now, um, and and more sites are utilizing great um, rich media experiences. You know, like having podcasts or having videos on their site. That search engines are still really rooted in text. That they really don't understand what your video is about except for the pa- the words on the page. They, they really go by what what is the content around this video. And so that's really when you're optimizing for video or um, any rich media, it's really truly just putting words on the page that helps describe that video and tell the search engine what that video is about. And that's what really helps you rank. And it's the same thing if you are optimizing on YouTube, which still is a huge you know part of video search. Um, is just optimizing your your YouTube page as if it was uh, uh, using a content management system to uh, add content to your site. So yeah, it, definitely. Um, so you know, we're still we're still in a, a, ta- a period where everything is very still textual based with search. Th- hopefully, eventually, search engines will be able to watch your video and understand what's being said in it or what's being displayed. But they can't at this time now. Um, the speech to text text technology that we saw during the election last year was an interesting thing that we haven't really seen much come out of since then. Though. Yeah, the the I think that that's a really good point about YouTube as well. That and I I don't think it's a point that can be overstated. We've been hearing it for I don't know a, at least a year now that YouTube is not just the largest video search mm-hmm. on the web. It is in fact the second largest search property yes. on the web and I you can't I mean I, I don't really don't think that you can overstate how important that is yeah. even if you're putting your your videos on your page on your website put them on YouTube too yeah I think it's it's a good idea to use that you can use it as you know not including the whole video on YouTube placing some it on there some information on there but not being too being watched you know, 30 seconds of my video and then go over to my site, you still have to provide a good search experience for YouTube and get YouTube video people, uh, users of YouTube to want to uh, watch the rest of your videos and provide them enough information that they're satisfied, but they still want more and will go to your site for more videos or more information about your topic. Even as a means of, like, introducing yourself to an audience, it, its video has a lot of unique opportunities there. I think it was a keynote or something, some video of Matt or uh, Matt Cutts, where he was like, 
if you're thinking, should I do this in audio, or should I do it on video, or should I do it in text, if that's like a question that you're asking yourself, go put yourself on hot or not. And if you get a six or higher, then you should be definitely putting it on video. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so it was an interesting roundabout way of saying, yeah, video is really important. Yeah, well, and, and I think that he's got a point, you know. Particularly, not that I, I'm endorsing putting yourself on hot or not, but <laughs> the fact is that people are attracted to attractive people. If I can sort of define the, the, the term by itself. But people want to watch attractive people, right? So if you have an attractive person to do the, the speech or an engaging person to do a video, use that. If they have a face for radio, perhaps keep them on radio. We'll Just all be saying. on the radio in the yeah. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be on the radio forever. Virginia, on the other hand, will be bringing you video in the future. Well, I think for, for, from a, like an SEO perspective, video, is, to reach a different audience and to communicate a different way, because there's certain people who, who do want to read a lot of information on your website, and then there's certain people who maybe they have ADD and they really don't want to read all of this stuff, and, and they would like to, you know, have that information conveyed in a way that's maybe a little bit more... Um, easy for uh, you know, a little bit easier to understand, especially if you have a topic that you're dealing with that maybe is a little bit difficult or is more visual. You know, if you're there's things that you know. Do you want to read on of just a text page that says how to cook a Thanksgiving turkey versus do you want to watch a video about it or do you want to watch have a web page that has a lot of images and pictures of what you're supposed to be doing and what everything every stage is supposed to be looking like. You know, there's there's that that search experience and that. Um, you know, if, if you're going to, um, whether or not you're going to be, uh, maybe the best person for radio or best first person to talk on, on video and video, if you have good information and you can pervade in a way that people can really understand and, and use that information and it's helpful, yeah. um, is what's great for video. And it's just trying to get your video out there. Cause the problem is, is a lot of people put videos on YouTube or on the web and helping people find them. And that's what SEO can really do. You have a great video. You're talking mm -hmm. about, you know, you, you, you're how, you're, maybe you're a really great cook. Then you have to be able to optimize your video and be able to t say, here's how you find my videos is the problem. Um, yeah. and, and that's really with, with optimizing, making sure you're using the keywords. Mm -hmm. Using things like uh, RSS uh, feeds, uh, Google Video Site Maps, as well as MRSS feeds. Um, which allow you to provide some information to help your videos being indexed. Yeah, I, I, I agree with all of that. I think two key points out of that. One, not everybody's going to want to engage with your material in the mm -hmm. same way. Don't just rely on video. Don't just rely on audio. Don't just rely on text. Mix all three in. There are times when all I want is to be able to read the article. I read very quickly. I can get through it faster than I can get through a video. Sometimes that's the information I want. Sometimes I'm willing to sit and watch the video because I need a, a more visual sense of it. Use all of it, use images, you know, mix it all up together. That's going to provide a rounder search experience. And I forgot what my other thing was, but that's okay because we're actually out of time. That's it for this week's show. Thanks so much to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. If you have an internet marketing question or any topics that you'd like to hear about, send them to us an email at semsynergy at bruceclay.com. This is Susan asking you to come back next week for more industry insights and experts. You can also visit semsynergy.com for info on this week's guest and topics. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. Yeah.